Hello, this is Noah with the Intentional Grounding Fantasy Football Podcast. We are here with our episode 12. It is just me today. Uh, JoJo just bought a house, so he's in the process of all that paperwork and dealing with that. And Luke's wife is actively having a baby right now, so I'm kind of on my own. I hope you guys like it. If you don't, don't tell me. Uh, So, luckily, I have some other people to fill the void today. I was... I'm really pleased to announce that I attended Anton Exum's Bravehearts football camp this past weekend here in Richmond, Virginia. Anton Exum is a cornerback for the Minnesota Vikings. He went to Virginia Tech, and he's a local Richmond hero, really. He went to Deep Run High School here, and that's where the camp was. So I'm going to go ahead and let these interviews play. I'm going to play all three of them back-to-back. The people I got to interview were... Tyrod Taylor, Buffalo Bills quarterback, Anton Exum himself, and David Wilson, who you'll all remember as the Giants running back who would have been a household name had it not been for an injury that cut his career short. So without further ado, I'm going to play these things and get into the analysis afterwards. Enjoy. This is Noah Downs with the Intentional Grounding Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here with David Wilson, Virginia Tech legend and NFL Giants great. How are you doing, David? I'm doing great out here. Uh, you know, having a good time with these kids at the football camp. Yeah, they were at the Bravehearts football camp. It's put on by Anton Axum. Um, and so, David, tell me a little bit about how your life's been going since you had to retire from the NFL. Yeah, uh, you know, it's been going good. You know, everybody has ups and downs, you know. Yeah. And, uh... All the fantasy people probably yeah. <laughs> you know, know about the ups and downs. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's been great, though, to be outside of football. You know, I done got married and, uh, you know, started my family off and uh, got a kid coming on December 3rd. And That's right now, awesome. Congratulations. Uh, I'm into, like, you know, start training, uh, yeah. you know, younger running backs and, uh, you know, the next protégés and yeah. try to find somebody to, you know, I can critique and fine-tune so they can come through wearing a hooky jersey. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, you know what? I wish you the very best. When, the, when you retired, that, that speech you gave was probably one of the most inspiring things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, and thank so you, I just want to make sure that, you know, you know, everybody out there supports you and you're the bomb. Yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah. it. All right, thank buddy. Thank you. All right. Take care. Hello, this is Noah Downs with the Intentional Grounding Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here with Mr. Exum himself. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We just had a uh, really great camp, in my opinion. So uh, I'm doing really well, really happy right now. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about the camp. Like, what, What's the idea behind Bravehearts? Um, the idea behind Bravehearts, really, what, the message I gave to the kids without mm-hmm. getting into a long-winded answer was really that they can just they can do whatever they put their mind to. You know what I mean? They yeah. can do whatever they put their mind to as long as they have a brave-hearted attitude mm-hmm. about it. So um, that's really the message that I wanted to get to the, to the kids. And other than that, I just wanted them to come out and have fun. Um, hopefully some of them would develop a love for the sport and just um, enjoy being around the other professional athletes yeah you said this is the inaugural camp so you're going to be doing this pretty much every summer out here in richmond virginia right yes awesome well i'm looking forward to seeing you out here and i'm looking forward to seeing what you do this year with the vikings all right i appreciate that man hello it's noah downs with intentional grounding fantasy football podcast i'm here with tyrod taylor one of my favorite players in the nfl how you doing tyrod i'm doing great so what's it looking like with bills this year how are you going to do um we're excited. Uh, definitely have a lot of talent, a lot of potential. Uh-huh. Uh, we have to remain healthy, uh, take it one step at a time. We play well. Um, we look good this, this offseason in OTAs and minicamp, but uh, awesome. just got to carry it over to training camp and let that, let that uh, carry over to the season. That's great. So I got one question. Following up on one of my other Hokies, one of my favorites, how's Jared Boykin doing? Jared is doing very well. Um, he had a strong spring. I'm um, looking forward to 
him uh, capitalizing on that in training camp and building from that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to me, my friend. No problem. And we're back. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys could tell from those interviews, but uh, my heart was palpitating. I got to actually hang out with some of these guys and talk to them and interview them, and that was a pretty big moment for me. So if I was choked up, uh, just, just ignore it. It's great. It's fine. Uh, let's go through them and provide a little bit of analysis on what they said. I'll start with David Wilson. Um, as everybody knows, he was a really highly drafted player by the Giants when he came out. Uh, and he set a few records. He was really great in the return game. He was a wonderful running back, so talented. He could do everything. And then he became highly drafted by fantasy players. However, he had a spinal injury that made it so that if he continued to play football, he would have to, you know, he couldn't play football anymore. So he's transitioned to life after the NFL, and for a while he had an Olympic dream. And uh, I'm not sure if that's still going on. Um, I hope it still is, but he clearly has turned towards training the younger generation of running backs and the new generation. And I'll tell you, if they're anything like David himself, we should be keeping an eye on these kids that he's training. Um, also, I want to take note of something he said about the fantasy people knowing about the ups and downs. What that tells me is that he probably got some tweets from people when he was unable to continue playing, angry tweets blaming him for the loss of the fantasy season. Folks, that's just not nice. You shouldn't do that. These players actually go out there and make a living, and they put, in some cases, literally their lives on the line um, for sport, for our entertainment. And we, we can't text them or tweet them or post on Facebook or something when they screw something up or if they don't get you that extra yard. Yeah, if Jeremy Hill fumbles and it costs the Bengals a playoff win... Okay, you can tweet something about it. He just don't be a jerk. Um, but but when David Wilson had to retire, that's a life changing thing. He stood up on a podium and talked about how he had achieved one of his dreams, and it was time to go ahead and achieve another one. And so I think that instead of getting upset that he left and that he wouldn't be on your fantasy team anymore, I think we should applaud him for his accomplishments. And so that's just my two cents for the day. Uh, moving on to Anton Exum. Now, if you're in an IDP league, individual defensive player, he plays cornerback for the Minnesota Vikings, and he is good. The only reason he dropped to the sixth round was because he had an injury the year he came out. Um, he he was incredible at Tech. He can really uh, he can move, play all over the field, but not focusing on that right now. Let's talk about the message coming from his camp. The Bravehearts football camp was hosted at Deep Run High School, and Anton said that it's going to be an annual thing. This was the inaugural one. He had a lot of players there. In addition to the three that I was able to interview, he had players like Kendall Gaskins there, um, San Francisco 49ers. And I think that in time, more and more players will be able to come and give back to the community by being there. So a bunch of kids were able to come out and train with the stars and meet some of these big famous names, meet some of these local heroes, and just get to be around professional athletes. And that's something that you really can't overlook and how important it is in a young person's development. Getting that opportunity to meet somebody that you idolize or getting that somebody opportunity to show you that, you know, yeah, right now you're throwing on your peewee jersey, but someday you could be out there on the big field. And um, I think we're going to be going back there every year that Anton is able to have it. 
so that we can interview the players there, not only to get some more fantasy advice, but also just to provide like a human side of the piece because that's what we do. Um, so moving on to our last interview, we had Tyrod Taylor. And every single time I say his name, you can just hear the enthusiasm in my voice. Obviously, he was one of the Virginia Tech players that I really admired the most when we were at Tech. And he, uh, he has finally gotten to the point, he played behind Joe Flacco for a while, and he's gotten to the point where he's starting for the Buffalo Bills, and he's doing really well there too. So, they, And so a lot of you might actually be looking at him on your dynasty teams because he's young, or that you might be looking at him from a redraft perspective. Now let's talk about how, how he's going to do in terms of dynasty. He's a young player. He's probably, in my opinion, going to get an extension before the season, but if not before the season, definitely in the middle of the season. Uh, it's not like they can really do much with E.J. Manuel and uh, that Cardell Jones guy. He's, he's, not much of, uh, he's not much of a quarterback. He's a good backup. Uh, so Tyrod, I think, is going to be the future of the Bills, at least for the foreseeable future. If, you don't, if you're in need of a quarterback on your fantasy team, say you have an aging Drew Brees or an aging Tom Brady, it might be good to reload with a Tyrod. He's got that running threat. He can scramble to extend plays, but he can also scramble to score. He's very, very fast. And he's got a cannon for an arm. With a, He's learning the mechanics to get a little bit more touch on his passes so he can drop it into his receivers. Looking at his short-term prospects in terms of redraft, Tyrod is on the fringe of my top 12 in redraft. Uh, while I am a huge fan of his, I don't really think that he will start off the year as a quarterback one. And I don't think you should draft him as such. He might be. I think he's being overdrafted a little bit right now. However... Where I think that you should look for his utility is if you grab a Tom Brady, say, in the eighth round. Tom Brady's suspended for four games. I think it's a very viable option to grab Tom Brady in the eighth and then grab Tyrod to tide you over for those four games that Brady is going to be suspended. Now, if you have a deeper roster or a deeper league, Tyrod could be your quarterback one. and I could see that in a 12 or 14 team league. Um, he would be a really good quarterback when he's going to offer you a, a floor every week with the powerhouse of weapons around him. But he's also going to offer you that high upside with his running game. So in a redraft perspective, I really do think Tyrod is a viable backup and or combination with another quarterback if you want to either rotate or if you want to plug in the holes for Tom Brady. Now, in Dynasty, I think that in order to get Tyrod in a one start one quarterback league, I'm not, I'm not moving mountains to get him because in all likelihood you have a viable starter right now, so he'd probably come in as a backup. But I definitely think that I would I would give up a I would give up a third in 2016 and a late third in 2017 for Tyrod uh, just because I feel like he's going to be an asset to my team moving forward, uh, especially if you you have a younger team. Now, what's really interesting is I asked Tyrod about Jarrett Boykin. And as, as I referenced earlier, Tyrod has the passing ability to put it to his receivers, but his receivers right now are not my, very much of anything. He's got Sammy Watkins, who is injured, going back to Tyrod's point about staying healthy. Um, and he's got Robert Woods as the two receivers that are locked to make the team. Now, Robert Woods, he's young. 
I think that he is a good wide receiver two on your fantasy team. He's a wide receiver three or four. But Sammy Watkins' injury has opened up a slew of opportunities for back-end of roster players like Greg Salas, uh, Leonard Hankerson, and Jarrett Boykin. Please note Jarrett Boykin. I've talked about him before, um, but Jarrett had a good camp. You heard it from Tyrod. I've, I've seen that on the beat. And moving forward in the preseason, uh, Jarrett is going to ha- pick up where he left off with Tyrod. They had great chemistry in college. Uh, Jarrett Boykin was Tyrod's go-to receiver in college. And I think that that will continue. That will only help Jarrett make the team. Now, Jarrett, I'm not saying he's going to be a stud. He's not going to be your wide receiver one. He's, I don't even know if he'd be in your top 25. But he'd be a good bye week fill-in. I'd toss him in there as a flex. Uh, he, what, the way he's going to get the work, he's going to get a lot of work um, over the center because he'll be a good dump-off for Tyrod. Jarrett will inhale any pass that comes to him. He doesn't drop passes. He's got hands that are the size of dinner plates. And so I think he's going to be a good, solid receiver for Tyrod. Um, that being said, in a dynasty setting, I would grab Tyrod right around maybe the fifth round um, in a rookie draft, a rookie veteran free agent draft. Um, not Tyrod, Jarrett Boykin. I would grab Jarrett for a fifth rounder uh, because he, he is he does have an element of flyer because there are so many other question marks on the depth chart, but I do think that he has that connection. Tyrod will be looking for him, and if Tyrod has anything to say about it, Jarrett's definitely going to make the team. Now, in a redraft setting, I would put Jarrett Boykin on your waiver wire speed dial. He's not a burner, but I, he is a solid receiver, and it's looking like a lot of the players on that team can't stay healthy. I know we know that Greg Salas has health issues. Obviously, Sammy Watkins, our number one receiver, can't stay on the field. Leonard Hankerson has health issues. Robert Woods, strangely, is the healthiest um, solid receiver on that team right now. Jared Boykin doesn't really have many health issues himself. Uh, he played on the Packers for three seasons, and he did very well for them, racking up 600 yards and a couple of TDs in his breakout season. So I believe that Jared is going to be a great person to grab moving forward. So just to kind of recap... We had some wonderful interviews with some great NFL players, and I'm really glad we were able to actually provide that content to you as our listeners. Uh, David Wilson is a wonderful influence, and if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to his retirement speech, I would go do it as soon as you get off this podcast. It's inspirational. Uh, Anton Exum, he's a cornerback for the Vikings. And if you're in IDP League, throw an offer out there if he's, if he's, avail- if he's not um, available. If he is available, I would definitely pick him up because I think that he's going to have a good season this season. Uh, the Vikings really do like what they have in him. And then finally, Tyrod, I think that he's going to have a great year. He could push QB1 numbers and um, his influence and work with Jared Boykin is going to potentially give Jared Boykin a chance to shine. So keep Jared on your way of wire speed dial. Try and acquire Tyrod and try and acquire Anton Exum because I think they're all going to have great careers. If you have any questions for us, you can email us at intentionalgroundingff at gmail.com. You can follow me, Noah, at, uh, on Twitter, at groundingff. You can follow Luke at intentional underscore G. Or you can follow Jojo at, at Jojo L. Mags. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please provide some feedback. If you like our podcast, go ahead and give us five stars in review. 
We really appreciate that. If you don't like our podcast, give the link to the podcast to one of your enemies or something. Just don't go review. That's fine. Uh, Signing off, I'm Noah, and I'm the only one, and thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Real quick, just take a second to check out our title apparel sponsor, Savage, the ultimate apparel company. They kill the jersey game for sports teams around the country, and their branded merchandise has some serious flavor. With both national and local level partnerships among a variety of sports, including football, soccer, ultimate frisbee, disc golf, dodgeball, quidditch, and more, they're ready to get you the gear you need. Savage produces brand and customizable apparel for the active lifestyle, and you need to check them out as they're offering an exclusive coupon code to our listeners to get 15% off online purchases. Use coupon code WookieTD at www.savageultimate.com to get some awesome new gear. And if you don't see something you like, they've got full custom options to get exactly what you need. And also stay tuned for some exclusive intentional grounding apparel made by Savage to be released in the future. Again, don't forget to use that coupon code WookieTD. W-O-O-K-I-E-T-D at www.savageultimate.com to get 15% off your online orders.